photography lovers and welcome to another episode of the Fashion Photography Podcast. Maybe you found out about this through Lucy's magazine. They're our friends and they're also ready to publish your fashion or beauty editorial. And that, by the way, is exactly what we are going to talk about today. This episode of the Fashion Photography Podcast is provided to you by the gorgeous producer George and me, the host of the show and photographer, Virginia. Every Wednesday, we do our best to bring to the show amazing fellow creatives from the industry. And every other Friday, I give you little tips and tricks on how to build sustainable photography business. Today, we'll talk about pitching your editorial to a magazine, or in other words, how to get published in a magazine. So first of all, there are two options you have to keep in mind when we talk about submitting. You can send your editorial to online magazine or to a paper magazine. There are pros and cons to both of them, and we're going to discuss them today. If we talk about the pros, in both cases, your editorial is going to be published, which is a huge thing. If you decide to publish it in an online magazine, there is a possibility to reach more people. And it's not exactly the same with the paper magazine. There are still some paper magazines that are very well known, but they're not paying that much attention to their social media. So your potential audience is sometimes only the buyer of the magazine. And nowadays, this number is definitely not high compared to all the internet users and potential viewers. Also, the online magazine is probably going to publish your work faster than the paper one. Because paper magazines today are usually scheduling ahead, and even if it can be a bit hard for us to understand, sometimes they plan their summer issue in the winter. So you've got to be prepared with what you're submitting and even with what you're going to shoot because you cannot put coats in the same ratio, you know. Anyways, we all know that understanding that when you have editorial published in paper magazine, people are going to think better of you. Which nowadays, I'm not quite sure if it's still the truth, but anyways, it doesn't really matter. Because today we're going to discuss how exactly to get published in both paper and also online. First off, you need to see what are the ways to reach out to a magazine. If we talk about online magazine, the explanation is very easy and very short. They often put specific email on their website that you can use to reach out with your latest work, which is so easy. There is also another way. You can use a website like, for example, Caviar, where you can see a list of very different magazines and use the Caviar platform for submission. We're not paid to mention them, but we really thought it can be useful for you guys. So we decided to link their platform in our show notes that you can find on photographypodcast.net. So as I said, with the online magazines, it's very easy. If we talk about paper magazines, it's not exactly the same. Sometimes it can be very hard to find the right email or even the right person. If the magazine is part of a big franchise, but it's located in a small country, the office is usually very small, like between three and five people. And if the country is bigger, you will find a whole list of people working for the magazine and then it can get really confusing because you somehow have to figure out who is the most important one and who is the one that will do the job for you. And in many cases, those two are not the same person. 
So you need to make a little bit of research and to give a lot of effort. And you know that I always say this for most of the topics, but yes, doing your homework is very important. In order to find some sort of contact, you can take a look at the magazine's website. Look for the contact page or if there is a about page. Those two are a good resource where you can most likely find the names of the editor-in-chief, the fashion and or the beauty editor or the photo editor. If there you can find all of these emails, you're pretty much set because in just a couple of minutes, I'll be going to discuss who is the person you need to email and why. But if you can find only their names listed on the website, bear with me because now is the time for a really deep and thorough research. Some people really try to keep in secret their contacts, so it can take a while for you to find a working email. Of course, you can try with the general email, like info at something something magazine.com. <laughs> but there is a very, very slight chance for your editorial to end up in the right person's hands. Very rarely, if your editorial is really good and really suitable for the magazine, they are simply going to redirect you to the right person. But let me tell you, if you're submitting a fashion editorial, the person you're supposed to look for is in the position of the fashion editor. And if you're submitting a beauty editorial, then simply look at the beauty editor. If you cannot find both of those, or we're talking about a smaller magazine or a big magazine in a small country, they might not have those two separate positions for beauty and fashion. And in this case, I would advise you to just approach the fashion editor. In case you can find only the email of the editor-in-chief, you can still use it because sooner or later your photos are going to end up on their screen if they pass the first test, aka the fashion editor. In case though you're fortunate enough to have all the emails, including the fashion, beauty and editor-in-chief, I would recommend you to not skip steps and not send it straight away to the editor. Those people are really busy and they can get easily annoyed, especially if there is someone else who is supposed to filter the editorials for them. And that's not all. If in a few months you get to meet the fashion editor, they won't be pleased you disrespected them. So try to climb the ladder step by step and honor the other people. As I said above, sooner or later, your images are going to end up on the screen of the editor-in-chief if they are good enough for the magazine. Okay, how exactly to pitch your editorial? Well, we'll start with something very logical, I think. Make sure you fit the topic of the magazine. To give you a very obvious example, don't send your fashion images to a landscape magazine. And if this is too obvious, well, I have another one. If your editorial is perfect for ID magazine, then just don't send it to W magazine. These are two very different medias and their style is completely different. Another thing, you need to keep your pitch short and sweet because those people are receiving emails like this on a daily basis and they do receive hundreds of those per day. You've got to make sure that you have a catchy subject line and when they open the message, they can get the info about you and your editorial in less than a minute. Because if they see a mountain of text, trust me, they're simply going straight to the next email. So you want to make sure that you're keeping it short and engaging. Next up, don't forget to introduce yourself. 
Of course, you can include a link to your portfolio and if they want, they can open it. Another very important thing, make sure your email is personal. When you do your research for the emails, make sure to write down also the names of those editors. And when you start your email, use their name instead of the usual dear editor, miss, or God knows what. The more personal you make your email, the better it's going to sound and the more attention it's going to take. Next, don't send mass emails. It's a big, big no-no. I know it takes a lot of time to reach out to everyone individually, but it's worth it, trust me. Also, I wouldn't recommend to you to send out links to WeTransfer, Dropbox, or other sites like that. They might think it's not safe to open links on their PCs, and because of that, they might never see your images. Better just a touch small images. And by saying small, I don't mean thumbnail images, I mean small in size. Also, use format that they will be able to see straight away. You don't need anything fancy, just a regular GPEG file. The faster it works, the better. Make sure to name your file appropriately. For example, my file is going to be called Virginia Y the name of the editorial. And this is the way I'm going to name all of the images so that when they open them later on on their computer, they will know who the photographer is. This is something that not many people do and I don't really understand why. If you decide to keep your file's original names, at least make sure that the metadata of your files is correct and detailed. Another big mistake that I can point right away is when people are sending the same file in three different versions. For example, a portrait in a little bit of yellowish color. And then the same portrait in a little bit of greenish color. And then exactly the same portrait in black and white. Just be professional and make sure your editorial is cohesive. Another very important thing is to make sure that your email is sent at the right time and day. And it can sound funny, but for example, in most, if not in all Arabic countries, the weekend is Friday and Saturday. So Sunday is the beginning of the week for them. And if you want to send your editorial on Vokarabia, let's say, Sunday will be absolutely appropriate day for that. However, I wouldn't recommend you to send Sunday emails to European magazines, let's say. Also, Friday is not the perfect day to send emails to magazines, unless, of course, you really want them to get lost in the pile. Okay, so you send the email, and now it's the beginning of the movie called the long waiting. <laughs> it's been three days since you hit the send button and there is no answer from the magazine. And I know that you desperately want to send them a reminder, but make sure to wait at least six to seven days. If they love your work from the very first moment they see it, they're going to answer straight away. If they like it, but they're not very sure if they can use it, then they're going to wait to see if they can gather new material. But the truth is, the more popular the magazine is, the longer it's going to take for them to respond. The key is to just keep yourself busy with more and new work. And yes, you probably should send a reminder in about 10 days. If you don't get an answer to your reminder in about 3 to 5 days, you can just move on to the next magazine. It can be the same size or a smaller magazine, but don't forget to match their style. 
And if you cannot find a magazine like that at the moment, you can even post them on your social media channels. Whatever you do, just don't let yourself be disappointed. Many people even organize photo shoots just for their social media, and you can hear this from many of our guests, because they can publish straight away and not wait for any publications. Because the truth is, the more people see from your work, the more they will want to shoot with you. Here is a pro tip. If there is a certain publication that you really want to work with, and there is a fellow photographer that you know who's already been published there, you can always just ask them if the media has some restrictions, preferences, or something else. I don't recommend you, however, to ask them for a specific email because this is information that we all take a lot of time to find and not many photographers are willing to share it for free. And that's okay. You don't have to be offended because of it. All you need to know is that if they have found the right email, you can do the same. And it's not going to be that difficult, it's just going to be a little bit time-consuming. But let's go straight away to the most positive scenario, if you get a yes from a magazine. First off, you need to go to the Fashion Photography Podcast Facebook group and celebrate with us. (laughs) And there is also another very important thing. You need to make sure that you have all the needed correct credits for the editorial in hand so that when you get your confirmation you can send them straight away and I mean both credits the theme and the clothing credits and it's okay if you wait for a magazine to answer for 10 days but it's not okay to make them wait for you for 10 days when we talk about publishing it's all about deadlines and you don't want to miss any of those Having the correct credits beforehand will help you not only to work fast with the magazine, but also to stay really organized with your files. So you basically get all the pros. I hope this was helpful, guys. If you have any other additional questions to the pitching process, don't hesitate to ask them in our Facebook group called the Fashion Photography Podcast. Or of course, to share other topics that are interesting for you and that you would like to hear in the next Friday episode. Just like the topic today that was inspired by Yu Chen who asked the question in our Facebook group about the structure of the bigger magazines and who are we supposed to approach. So Yu Chen, thank you so much for this gorgeous question. Before we actually end the podcast today, we've got some news. There is a gorgeous new article on photographypodcast.net by the amazing fan of the show, Kim Fisher. And you can find it in our blog section. She's keeping us up to date with some recent trends and also sharing inspiration with us. Thank you guys so much for being with me today. And I cannot wait to see on Wednesday when we'll be here with a brand new guest. And I really want to share their name today, but you'll have to wait until Wednesday. Love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. 